Captain Curtis coming your way next. All right. Hey, listen for Just the Tips with Amber on the ticket Thursday mornings in the 8 a.m. hour. I don't miss it. Sponsored by East Coast Public Adjusters, we've got your assets covered. Call 855-GET-ECPA or visit eastcoastpublicadjusters.com. Don't settle for less and listen to Just the Tips on AM790 and FM1043. HD2, the ticket. Uh, 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 beast on the mic on a Saturday. Sorry, I was about to freestyle, and then I thought better of it. Okay, I'll give Bill one more chance. And if he's not amazing, he doesn't get back on the rest of the show. Even though I do, like, listen, I want to hang with him. I'll I'll buy him a beer, if that's allowed, with his meds. I'll uh buy lunch. Whatever it takes. I just, like an hour of Bill and I hobnobbing would be amazing. I think. Possibly. Hey, bro. Hey, man. Listen, hey. hey. No meds, bro. Just life, bro. Loving life. Loving you. Loving you. No, bro. For real. Hey, no meds. Just loving life. Loving family. Doing what I do because you know what they say, bro. Hey. Hey. Bro, you love what you do. You never work a day in your life. But, bro, anytime you want to kick it at Capitol Grill, Roos Chris, bro, hey. I'll, yeah, bu- I'll, bro. Bu- I'll buy you Talk a steak. I'll buy you a steak. All right, Dan. All right, well, Head just up, look me up. Look in the white pages. Find me. All right. Hey, we love you, man. You're the best. Hey. No, bro. I'm not the best. I'm the Come beast. On now. Hi, everybody say, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Everybody together in the room, out there, in the behind the screen. Hey. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Everybody out there listening. Hey, hey, bro, we love you, bitch. Hey, bro, we love you. I got carried away there. He says there's no meds. I, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I'm I've never been more intrigued by a chronic in my life. I, I like I just need to know what's going on there. I need to understand it in a way that's um I just need I just need I just need to understand it. Someone tweets at me, please, no, but I don't know, there's no, it's not responding to anything, so I don't know what that tweet's about. You can find me on Twitter, on the Twitter machine, at Miami Radio Beast. Feel free to look me up and follow me on the Twitter and uh, disagree with everything I tweet and then not follow me. Here's something I want to get into. I, I, I don't want to dive deep into football yet. I know we're just two weeks away from Dolphins camp and Canes camp and all that stuff, but I, I just I want to enjoy the rest of my summer for a little bit. Um, and something that Jimbo Fisher said, matter of fact, can you find the sound, Antoine? Uh, it's got to be from Friday, Thursday. Jimbo Fisher saying the ACC was the best conference in college football. Can you find that sound? Because I want to play that, and then I want to discuss... 
the situation. When was it? It was probably Friday or Thursday. Look at the FTP from Friday. Look at the FTP from Thursday. Do a little search for Jimbo Fisher. Is that Bill on line one? Yeah. Bill, you've, uh, you're, I think you're done for the day, Bill. I love you, though. I mean, I, I if it were up to me, I'd give you your own show, but that's just not going to happen. Maybe when we, uh, when the two stations become one, not become one, but become uh, brother and sister. Hey, we can't talk about that. I, well, it's out there in the public. People can read about it, that we're going to merge. Still can talk about it. Though. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Well, you are the boss at 790, obviously. No, obviously. I, I didn't pay Poppy. I, I told Dan not to do the local hour in July. I mean, I you, am... You are the chief suit. Yep, I am. That's me. Too bad the paycheck doesn't reflect it. Anyways, did you find that cut or no? You didn't. You're not. Don't worry about the phone. Find the cut. Find Jimbo Fisher talking about the ACC. Very proud to be here, excited to be here. I think for another great year in the ACC, as like I say, we have, uh, I think we've established ourselves as, I think, the premier conference in college football. I think we've, uh, what we've accomplished in the last few years and the things we've been able to do as a conference and the commitment that our conference has made and the schools in this conference have made with the coaches, the players, and everything that goes with it. Very proud to be a part of this and uh, very challenging at the same time. So Jimbo Fisher says the ACC is the best conference in college football. Now, obviously, they're coming off Clemson winning the national title. But you got, you know, you got Heisman winners, Clemson, Florida State, whatever, Louisville. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I oftentimes think the SEC is overhyped, that it's Alabama and, you know, depending on the year, maybe one or two other teams and everybody else. It seems like a lot of conferences are like that. If you're living in the right now, is the ACC the best conference? I mean, we'll find out. It's possible. If you're living in the right, right, right now and literally have blinders on and not taking into account like anything other than right now. They're coming off winning the title. They're coming off winning the Heisman. I get it. Um, I think the brand of football is different. I think on any given Saturday, I still think I can tune into an SEC game and see more physicality up front than I do from an ACC game. But that's, you know, that's because of recruiting at some points and how they recruit and the ways they recruit and. Um, so I'm not, I'm not, listen, I love ACC football. I love ACC sports. I'm an ACC guy, but um,
I don't know. I'm having trouble with this one. I don't think it really matters. Like, we talked about this yesterday in the midday show. Like, it. I guess it's different in the South. Um, whereas, you know, uh, everyone's, uh, you know, if if you're an Auburn fan and your team doesn't get to the national championship, but LSU does, like, you you root for the SEC, like, you're rooting for the conference, like, I don't think it's like that down here as it relates to Hurricanes fans, like, I don't think Canes fans necessarily root for ACC teams. We root for teams that are playing teams we hate, like, we don't like Alabama, so we rooted for Clemson, even though Clemson's in our conference. Like, it, I, I think it's completely different. I don't think it really matters what conference is the best. I think they're both pretty good. Certainly, if you want athletes, the ACC and the SEC get it done better than probably the, the Big Ten and... You know, the Pac-12 plays no defense. Um, so I think the best well-rounded football is in the ACC and the SEC. Someone says the Canes are coming for the Coastal Crown. Time to be Coastal Kings. It's about damn time, that's for sure. Did you find Mark Rick talking about eating a sandwich? Damn it, Robbie. Why didn't you leave the cut in there? I don't know where Robbie put this thing. So, just to describe for you, and I put it on our Facebook page yesterday, Mark Richt was asked whether a hot dog is a sandwich, and he answered the question by diagramming, literally diagramming like a play, how you eat a sandwich. He has a 10-byte a way to eat a sandwich, and he diagrammed it, and he also described it, and it's great, and you don't often get great stuff like this. Uh, from Mark Richt, because he does all the coach speak. This is a very long text. Beast, I like you and listen to your show. I'm from Canada and basically a liberal as well. I'm worried about your future on the air. I think they're going to drop you. Everybody who disagrees with you is an idiot, and you can't even discuss the opposite point of view. I've noticed that since your weight loss surgery, you're even more irritable and short-tempered. I want you to stay in the air, but I'm afraid it's not going to happen. Sir, I don't think I'm going anywhere. As far as me not, like, dis disagreeing with people, um, that's, if you know me and have listened to me over the last 20 years in this market, like, that, it, this is not a new thing. Irritable beast is not a new thing. It's been going on for 20 years. It's part of my personality. He's not calling everyone an idiot. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to listen to opposition. But if I disagree with you, I disagree with you. And if you disagree with me, you disagree with me. Don't listen. Don't follow me. Don't at me. Whatever. You still can't find the cut of Mark Richt talking about eating a sandwich. Why don't you uh, type it in the little Google search box and uh, see if you can find that puppy during the break. Beast, what do your sources tell you about what the hell with Gerald Willis? I have not asked. It's just not like I'm, I'm on July break, man. I'm just trying to cruise through the summer. Come August, Kane's camp, 
dolphins can't like i'll i'll be attuned right now i just i could not care less yes the loss of Gerald willis hurts their defensive line but whatever someone says beast can you eat a sandwich in 10 bites i don't eat sandwiches these days because i can't eat bread it expands in my little tiny stomach and makes me feel horrible Take a break back after this in the ticket. Win a seat at the 6th Annual Jeff Conine Celebrity Poker Classic at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino August 7th. And you can win $10,000 and other prizes. Proceeds benefit Conine's Clubhouse, a home away from home for the families of children at Joe DiMaggio's Children's Hospital. Take part in the live and silent auction. Enjoy a VIP party at Kuro, Japanese restaurant before the tournament kicks off. Win a seat by registering at theticketmiami.com for more information on the tournament. Or to make a donation, please visit ConinePokerClassic.org. Always a great event. Urge you to check that out. Beast back here on a Saturday. Captain Curtis coming up in a little bit. So Mark Richt obviously is a, a heady football coach, an offensive mind. Some would say an offensive guru. Knows how to diagram a play. But also can diagram exactly how you should eat a sandwich. And he did just that. Yesterday at the ACC kickoff, let's hear from Coach Rick. If you, if you cut that, if you cut that sandwich like that, mm-hmm. all right, this is bite one, all right, this is bite two, and I probably should have made it a little bit bigger. Bite three is right here. That's a good bite. That's the. It's like the fillet of the of the sandwich. It's arranged. The ingredients. All right, are then you turn the, you turn it sideways, and you take bite four. So you got one, two, three, and then probably four. I would say, and then five. Then you, if you repeat the process, that's a ten bite sandwich. Convince me, I thought. So, here's how he does it. Right. Is each corner, like let's say you cut the sandwich in half so you got two triangles, right? Each corner is a bite, the right and the left corner, the middle, that's your money bite right there, and then what's left is bite four and bite five on that half, and then you go back to the other side and do this thing, the same thing. Each corner, and the middle, and then the back part of the sandwich in two bites. That's how that works. Um, Got to give it up to man, Coach Richt. He knows what's going on when it comes to sandwiches. Can diagram a, uh, a draw play or how to eat a sandwich. That's exciting. That's what I want for my ball coach. How to eat a sandwich. So, 
We're getting close to uh, football season. We're too far away from basketball season, although we're just getting done with NBA free agency and Rajon Rondo signed a one-year deal with the Pelicans today. Someone said, someone texted in, break down Rajon Rondo signing with the Pelicans. No. That doesn't seem like fun to me. Here's a breakdown. He'll be gone next season. He'll be playing for a 16 next year. I still can't believe we went through a whole entire season of the Bulls talking about Rajon Rondo being a leader and being the guy that all the young guys look up to and all that stuff. I mean, that guy. That guy. Wonder how much D Wade had to do with him not going back to Chicago. Hashtag just saying. I need to figure out, sorry, to vent about personal stuff, but I've got these video cameras at my house, like in my security system, you know, because uh, that's what that's what's come to these days. And every time they're triggered and they're triggered by motion, it sends me an email. Now, it used to be that those emails would go to my junk folder, which is what I want, but now they're just coming straight, straight at me. And so it's draining the power on my phone because anytime a fly flies by my camera, I get an email, which makes my phone light up, which drains the power. I need to figure this out. How do I send this to junk mail is the question. I'm going to have to Google that. I'm going to listen. I'll be in my office doing some work after the show. Part of that work will be Googling how to switch my video to junk mail. I can't do it. I've gotten one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 35 emails notifying me of some image on my video camera within the last 41 minutes. 35 in 41 minutes. And I guarantee you 99.9% of them are a bug flying by. Now, granted, I have a I have a camera out front and out back, so it's it's double it's double the bugs, and they're there for you know good reason. I like to you know the doorbell rings, you can see who's there. Someone's stealing your car, you can get a picture of that. We've had like nine cars stolen out of our neighborhood in the last few months. Granted, I think all of them have been idiots that have left the keys in their car and their car unlocked. Can we discuss that for a moment? I know that a lot it's of your people, show. Sure. I, I mean, I know that a lot of people desire yesteryear where you could leave your front door open or leave your car door open and what have you. I never got that. I never, I, I never got to, it either. I, I never got it either. But yeah, there's some people that grew up like in the country or you know not in a populated area. Oh, yeah, where, in the country when there's nothing out there, sure. 
that could turn on. I mean, I grew up in the burbs, and we still had an alarm system and, you know, all that stuff. But, um, and that's fine. Like, if you really want to be that, like, if you want to leave your car door open and there's nothing of value in your car, fine. Feel free. But don't leave the damn keys in the car. Like, why are you leaving the keys in your car and the door's unlocked? And then wondering why your car is stolen. You idiot. Seriously, you have to be an idiot. Dude, like, leaving your keys in the car? I mean, okay, every now and then, first of all, my car, if my key is left in the car, it starts beeping because it's got that thing going. But let's say you got an old car uh, or your model doesn't have that situation and by accident you leave the keys. Like, it happens. People lock their keys in the car all the time. Like, I get if it's an accident. But if it's like a purposeful, like, I just don't care, like, I'm just going to leave my keys in the car because I might forget them if they're in my house. I'm just going to leave the keys in the car while the car's unlocked. You deserve to have your car stolen. Literally. Seriously. Like, you, you deserve to have. You, matter of fact, they shouldn't even prosecute. If someone steals your car because you left it unlocked with the keys in it, they shouldn't even prosecute that person. They should applaud them. Hey, man, you found a free car because that person's an idiot that left the keys in their car. Shouldn't even prosecute them. How about that? Should actually get a reward. Hey, you found a car with a present. The keys were in it and it's unlocked. I went to this uh, security council meeting. That sounds like it's some sort of geopolitical thing. I went to the security council thing meeting at my complex, and they had like representatives of the police department there, and they were you know giving us an update on why the cars were being stolen. And the police chief's like, "Listen, uh, all nine cars that were stolen, the keys were left in the car. The car was open." And then they were like, well, we caught the individuals that did it. You know, luckily we, we had good, good information. We caught the individuals. Everyone's been arrested. I felt like saying, no, no, let them out. The, the, those, those kids deserve like a candy bar. They found the idiots that leave the keys in their car and the car open. You moron. You know what? Why don't you leave your house open with the sign that says, come in and grab everything. I'm not here. Why don't you do that? And then call the police when everything is gone. Idiot. I'm going to, you know, uh, the people, I've seen this before in my neighborhood. Have you seen this? People that leave their house and leave the garage open. With like a bunch of stuff in their garage. Just leave the garage open. You know, I'm going to leave the garage open. Bunch of stuff in there, the lawnmower, like all sorts of personal stuff. And then what's even better is they forget to lock the door that goes to the garage from the house. That's an even better one. Like, why not just literally send an invitation to people? Hey, come to my house, 2 o'clock tomorrow. I'm leaving for about three hours, and I'm going to leave the garage open and the garage door. Come and take whatever you want. And then I'll be appalled when I get home and see that everything's missing. You people. Genetics. What do you mean, you people? Like, just those idiotic people that are lacking brains. Like, you deserve to have crap stolen 
If you're going to go, like, leave your house and leave the garage well, open. I, I don't understand leaving the garage open unless there's something in the... It's, it's just laziness. It's just like, hey, I'm going to leave the garage open. I'm, I mean, leave the garage open, but, you know, something's blocking the, you know... No. There's a car in there? There's a car in front of the garage? It doesn't matter. Even mm. if there is, what is that going to do? Like, unless you have, like, four out there protecting your garage... Which would be pretty cool. Like, imagine if you could rent superheroes to protect your property while you were gone. You'd never get a superhero. There'd By the way, real quick, people. before I take a break, uh, Captain Curtis on deck, uh, props to the Cooper City Police. Uh, it's, a, it's actually the Broward, Shower, Broward Sheriff's Office, there you go. Cooper City Division of the Broward Sheriff's Office. Check this out. I didn't even know you could do this until a couple weeks ago, but... You can walk in, and I'm not sure if it's all BSO uh, areas or just Cooper City. I don't, I don't know this, but I walked into the police. Someone told me about this. I walked into the police office, the BSO, Cooper City Division, and knocked on the window. And You mean the police station? Yeah, whatever. That place. And knocked on the window, and the woman comes up, and I'm like, hey, I want to fill out form, blah, blah, blah. You can fill out a form. If you go on vacation where a cop will go drive by, get out, and walk around your property twice a day while you're gone. It was pretty cool. We were gone for like 12 days. Every day, I saw on the camera, here comes a deputy, Broward Sheriff's deputy, walking around my property, making sure everything's good. How great is that? Service is free. Comes with your tax dollars. Not too bad, man. Not too bad at all. No. Because sometimes, you know, the criminals aren't dumb. Like, they'll know that you're not home. Oh, the light goes on. The light's on a timer. There's no cars. in the Whatever it is. But, you know, they start seeing the cop walking around twice a day. Huh, maybe they'll think twice. Just saying. All right. Are we going to play our little game on the other side? I can't wait for that. I might bring Curtis in for two minutes just to see what's on his brain as well. Do that after this on the ticket. It is almost time to win a thousand bucks just by listening to the ticket starting Monday. It's the training camp $1,000 four days. You could win $1,000 four times a day. Listen to the ticket at 7 and 8 a.m., 3 and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. Should that be 4 and 5 p.m.? I'm almost positive it's 4 and 5, not 3 and 4. The boss grew up on that one? Okay. Remind me to check that and correct the liner and... All that stuff. So Monday to Friday, starting next week, get the uh, code word, text it to 72881. That's 72881, and you just buy $1,000. The training camp, $1,000 for a day on AM790F and 1043 HE2, the ticket. One of my favorite people in the world is sitting to my right, the Captain Curtis Stevenson, coming up on your radio at 3 o'clock or just before. Training camp doesn't start on Monday, does it? Nope. Oh, okay. No, we no. still got a few weeks, right? No. According to some of the textures, though, if you read into what they're going with, uh, they would think that it started already. 
People are ready for football, man. Oh, that's they're jonesing. But I'm not I'm not ready to do the deep dive yet. I know you're gonna get into some canes and you know, touch on some stuff, but I'm just not ready to to dive deep yet because once you break the seal, that's it. Well, we'll dip our, our toe in the pool a little bit uh today. A little bit. But okay. uh, but you know, one yeah, once you get full bore into football, it's just uh and it's great. But yeah, you know, we'll bounce around a little bit. There's a lot of little little interesting things uh going on in the in the world of sports. So we got some fun to play with for uh for four hours, but uh, we'll do a little, we'll do a little football. Jimbo had some interesting comments. I think people are, are are jacked up. People always want you know football. We know kind of is king in this country, uh, college and pro. But I think you know with you look at the optimism for the Hurricanes and the Dolphins. I think that's even you know it's it's, it's ramped up just a little bit this year. Yeah, yeah. No, both teams I think are going to be pretty good, which should uh, make this town a fun place to be. Stop texting Rondo the Pelicans. I've said it 27 times. Oh, that's a that's an earth mover right there. Yeah. That's really going to reshape the, the landscape of the NBA this season. Yeah. Uh, question for you, because I, I was on vacation during uh, during the whole heat free agency thing and all that stuff. No truth to the rumor that you were, you were instrumental in the uh, in the part of recruiting Gordon Hayward to the Celtics. No, I, okay. I had no part of that. Because I was floating around here a little bit. Uh, I mean... I mean, you're off at the same time. I did, just, I, I did my part. I did my part. You know, um, you're working behind the scenes to make that happen. We're at number twenty. I guess they're not retiring Ray Allen. No, nah, they got they got problems with Ray Allen up there. Apparently, <laughs> Ray Allen's not one of their favorites. Um, I think the Heat made out okay. I think they made the best of what they could have without getting a Gordon Hayward. And I've so I've been interviewing a bunch of interns for the fall lately. And I always will hit them with radio questions, whatever. But then I'll we'll talk a little sports just to make sure that they're not, you know, a foreign to the subject of what we do here. Right. So, okay, that's always important. Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll hit them. Yeah. What's your favorite sport? It's it, the last three guys. It's been basketball. Okay. How the Heat doing the offseason? Where are they going to finish next year? And all three of them over the past few days have said, oh, they're going to finish fourth, and I've made a case for them finishing fourth. Okay. Which I can make a case for myself. They'd have to maybe win an, an extra eight or nine games, and they did last year. But you figure a healthy Dion, Justice, Justice being healthy and being back, the addition of Olenek, um, another year in the system for Dion and James Johnson, and um, you know them playing better, what have you, and not being injured, uh, guys not being injured. Right. You can make a case for that. I was pleasantly satisfied with how the offseason turned out for the Heat. Um, no, they didn't make a huge splash with a big name. Uh, and the headband, Kelly Olenek, you know, he he's he, he doesn't, as the Mad Dog would say, he doesn't necessarily make your toes tangle. But uh, I think they did okay. And I think, I, think, I think they could finish fourth. And if they did finish fourth, I'd be really satisfied. That'd be a hell of a season. Uh, that probably means they're going to get to about fifty wins, like you right. said, uh, which uh, which was good for fourth last year. I mean, you look at you look at the teams, and you know who they're competing with in there. But um, yeah, you're only good as your options are, uh, and their options were limited as because it wasn't a great free agent class. So you know, Riley made his pitch to Hayward; it didn't work out. And then you circle back to Plan B, and and even if Dion Waiters and James Johnson weren't part of your group last year, but they were coming off the season, let's just say with other teams. Once you look at that and say, man, those guys are some pretty good guys to get, and they got them. So 
just because they're a part of your own group. The fans, and this is this is what kind of bothers me from time to time. Fans always want the new guy. They they want they, they want the headline. They want the new guy. The new you know it's not sexy bringing back your own guy sometimes and say well every, you know these guys are going to get better. They want a new guy. They want to make a big splash. They want the headlines. And sometimes that doesn't always work out. I don't know how good the Celtics are going to be. They should be pretty good, but it's not it's not a guarantee that Gordon Hayward all of a sudden is going to make this leap to. You know, to a superstar or a star quality. Even if guy. they're pretty good, they're not invincible. No, they're not. They're not. I mean, they lost some people. I mean, Avery yeah. Bradley, I think, is going to hurt them. Olenek gave them good minutes off the bench. So overall, yeah, Beast, I like what they did in free agency, considering their options. And I'll tell you another thing: they're going to be interesting, and they're going to be fun to watch, and they're going to play their basketballs off every single night for Spolstra, and that'll get them, even if they're not as talented as some teams, that'll grind out enough wins that, yeah, I don't think the fourth seed is necessarily out of the realm of possibility. Um, some people aren't aren't uh, aren't in on that. I read an article on CBS last week. Uh, they kind of did the whole, you know, and this is more analytics and the metrics on win totals, and they said, you know, the Heat are probably going to be, I think it said 38 wins. Someone said 37 and a half is what CBS that's, that's said. what it was, yeah. you know, and so that means they would be worse than last year and under 500. Yeah, I don't see that. So I don't see that at all, but there are doubters out there, which makes it fun. And if you don't think they're going to, they're going to feed off of that and work off of that. Uh, I just like the good mix. I just like a good mix of players. I mean, culture gets thrown out a lot and I know people roll their eyes sometimes, but I think it matters in a lot in that sport. And, you know, Spolstra cannot be. He, he can't be overlooked in the fact that he's really taken ownership of not only just coaching, but also the organization as well and the type of uh, system they run and everything and how it's done. And, you know, I just love the line. He goes, we're not for everybody. You know, we're not for everybody. You know, so you need a certain guy. And I think the guys they brought in uh, bought in and that's why they were awarded with the contracts they were. By the way, I'm not for everybody. Uh, Curtis Stevenson, the captain, coming your way next. Wall to wall, Gerald Willis discussion. A little bit. Like I said, we're going to dip our toe in it. <laughs> All right. Antoine, real quick, let's play our game. There you have it. News has never been softer. Good news for change. What do you say, huh? Coming up, handsome mustachioed man recaps news in pleasing baritone. Stay tuned for this and more. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? We take you to Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. A repairman changing out the lock of an ATM was stuck inside the room that houses it and forced to slip notes asking for help through the cash dispenser's receipt slot. Corpus uh, Christi police in Texas said the man was changing the lock of a room that connects to the ATM of a Bank of America on Wednesday afternoon when he was trapped. In those types of situations, help is just a text or phone call away, except the repairman left his phone in his truck. Oops. With no phone and no one around to free him, the repairman decided to write notes asking for help and slip it through the receipt slot, hoping a bank customer would see them. Please help. I'm stuck in here and I don't have my phone. Please call my boss. Police said some customers thought the notes were a joke, but one decided to give them a call. Sure enough, we can hear a little voice coming from the machine. Uh, the Corpus Christi police said police had to kick down the door to get the repairman out. We talk about morons that leave their house open. Hey, don't get stuck in the ATM machine. All right, this one was all over the news. Marathon at Florida because, of course, down in the Keys. Um, Camus McNair was arrested Wednesday on a charge of cocaine trafficking. 
A deputy initiated a traffic stop on US-1 in Marathon after a car drove past him with its license plate obscured and windows illegally tinted. When the driver, identified as McNair, rolled down his window, the deputy could smell marijuana coming in from inside the car. During a search of the car, the deputy found a backpack with a Cookie Monster doll inside. Noticing that it weighed more than it should, the deputy found a slit cut in the doll and found two packages of cocaine stuffed inside. Paperwork found inside the backpack indicated that it didn't belong to McNair. Heron said McNair is being held without bond on the felony charge. Yeah, that one goes in the trash. Hey, when in doubt, don't hide your Coke in Cookie Monster. Plus, if Cookie Monster were on the Coke, you wouldn't have a weight problem because if you're on the Coke, you tend to lose pounds. Last but not least, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this person's first name, but it's the famous Walenda family. They do the all the high, tight rope acts. But Arendira Walenda broke the world record Thursday for the highest suspension over Niagara Falls. On the fifth anniversary of her husband of 17 years, Nick, walking over the waterfalls in a tightrope, Arandira hung by her teeth from an aerial hoop dangling approximately 300 feet above the thundering water. Her act set a Guinness World Record for height, breaking the record Nick set when he hung from his teeth 250 feet above Silver Dollar City in Branton, Missouri. Why? Why, why do people... I mean, like, I watch the America's Got Talent, and they have all these acts where people, you know, stand on, like, their one foot on top of 17 chairs. Like, why? Like, I'm, I'm up for somewhat controlled stuff. Like, if you want to go jump out of a plane but have a parachute, like, okay, like, yeah, there's a chance the parachute is not going to work. But for the most part, they, they seem pretty safe, and you can jump out of a plane and experience skydiving, but you have a parachute. Like, wh wh why do people do things that don't involve safety nets and, like, all that stuff? Like, what? why? So you can, like, a tooth, like, she's hanging on to a rope with her teeth over Niagara Falls. Something, wind blows the wrong direction, she's dead. Like, what? why? Are you that much of an adrenaline junkie? After I lose all the weight, I want to do want to. I do want to try one of the wingsuits, though. Those look fun. Seems like a good, safe thing to do. Captain Curtis is coming your way next. Appreciate uh, all of the help of uh, one Trevor Murray, one Antoine Jefferson, all of you that uh, texted in, called in, all of that stuff. Much better radio coming your way for the next bunch of hours after this with Captain Curtis on the ticket.